0: welcome back welcome in to the Line share podcast it is episode 22 we are feeling 22 shout out taylor swift and also i'm a bad teammate should have made the birthday announcement last wednesday so it's happy belated birthday to my co-host my partner in crime he's now 29
1: oh, thank you good sir uh 29, didn't think we'd make it this far. We'll see how, how many more we got left in us.
0: Here we are, here we are. And the Lions gave you something on their, uh, on for your birthday wish list. They gave you a W.
1: Couldn't ask for anything more than that. That's uh, woo And uh, they did it in no less than Lions fashion.
0: And they, that's absolutely right. We'll break down that full game as well as the rest of the NFL week that was so far we've got almost all the games in the book minus uh, sunday night football and monday night football um and a wild one in college football land as well so full recap of all that so stay tuned for all that let's hop right into the lions the lions win it today 15 to 9 a low scoring affair 24 points total across the board uh a, a defensive battle at times um the ultimately, the the Lions did come out with it. Uh, let's go right through the game, shall we? Uh, right off the bat, we had the fourth down that the Lions went for instead of taking the field goal early. You and I both on the same page there. Felt like could have gone for the, the field goal there in that situation. And uh, if he would have known it was such going to be such a low scoring affair, fifteen to nine, he probably would have definitely taken the points there. Um, Dan may have thought it was going to be a little bit more of an offensive battle, but it wasn't. Um, so, nonetheless, we're still talking here, and it's still a Lions victory, so no controversy there. But would have liked to see uh, a kick there. Probably just felt like he went a little too hard, hard on the gas pedal. Um, do you have a, a, a stance on that now that you're, um, you know, now the full game is out?
1: Uh, I mean, in the moment and to this very second. I hindsight. say take. I say take the points when you when you get that close. Yep. It's that early in the game. You take points when you can get them. Um, I, I think you've said it several times before. You know, uh, when it comes to the offense, it seems like they got to get the monkey off their back early. So I always think you you know, even if it's field goal, points are a catalyst to that.
0: Yeah, he hates the field goal team though. He just want the field goal and the punt team. He hates to send them out there, um, but nonetheless. Packers get the ball, um, and don't do anything with the deep uh, with the with the ball. What's up?
1: Live, the Buccaneers just beat the Rams, fifteen to thirteen. Must be on a last second play. Nine seconds to go.
0: Uh, yeah, sixteen to thirteen. Now with the extra point, it looks like so they did score a touchdown. Ooh. Good, good. Oh no, it's back to 15. Oh not it's sixteen. It's changing live. Live reactions here. Um, yeah, and. Uh, Rolling, rolling right back into this, uh, we, we've, we've shouted him out before. We've said to watch for him. He's an up and coming star. So we hope Kirby Joseph gets an interception, kind of a fight between him and Jeff Okuda in the end zone to who wanted the ball, but, uh, off the helmet of Barnes, um, you know, typically a tip pass gets batted down by a hand or something, but this was just Aaron threw it right at, right, right at Barnes's face. And, uh. One of three interceptions on the day for Mr. Aaron Rodgers, two of them in the red zone, um, and two of them at the goal line, basically. So this was a this was huge right off the bat.
1: Not something you see often from Aaron Rodgers, and you can't squander those opportunities. And once again, it was a scary game through and through, but uh, nice to see them make the most of those turnovers.
0: Yeah, they didn't score any points off that turnover. Uh, I think they went three and out, and um, it was an ugly drive for them. The, I think uh, Jared almost threw two interceptions of his of his of his own right there too. And um, Lions lucky to just kick the ball away to punt the ball away there. Um, uh, we had the first instance of many during the day where a delay of game wasn't called. I have that in my notes. Um, Rodrigo was hurt early, but he did come back. Um, uh, shortly thereafter and uh, no offensive pass interference on that play to I uh, forget his name the the Green Bay Packers wide receivers are are, are so un- was it Lazard yeah uh, I, I knew um, it was I knew it wasn't Watkins so it had to be Lazard because um, really who do the Packers have at wide receiver these days anyway um, <laughs> but the but once again the defense bends but doesn't break and um, they they have the the second uh goal line interception. This one picked off by Aiden Hutchinson. Two rookies that with interceptions. Love that. And uh Dirk Green Bay tried to leak out one of their offensive linemen that was um was uh tackle eligible. Um, Aaron so Rodgers tried
1: to channel his inner Dirk Nowitzki on that one.
0: Dirk Nowitzki with the fadeaway? Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. Fair enough.
1: Okay. didn't play on that one, I guess.
0: I I I would need elaboration further.
1: I mean, the the, the turnaround fadeaway.
0: Oh yeah, no, he was doing it all game long. How many that, times yeah, did he throw I, off his back foot today?
1: I, uh, too many. I'm just saying he was channeling his inner Dirk Nowitzki. That's all I'm saying.
0: I don't think there's any lineage connection there with the Nowitzkis and the Rodgers, but we <laughs> trudge on. <laughs> Aiden Hutchinson with the with the with the interception, as we mentioned, two rookies with big plays today. Uh, once again, the defense does not break on that, and that's a huge, it's a huge play there. Um, and uh, the Lions' offense struggled as well. Right after that, um, it was a, it was a, it was looking like it may go zero zero into the half. It Felt like it was headed headed that direction. No team could find the end zone. Um, the Lions had a couple good plays on offense that were taken back on penalties. Holding was a big one all day long. Uh, several instances where they were put behind the sticks due to due to penalties. So um offense continued to struggle. Um fourth down big play here for Green Bay. Fourth down they call it a catch live in real time. The booth looks at it, did in fact hit the ground. Felt like that one was gonna be uh one that stand I I, I did I did think it hit the ground live. I was screaming for it. Um but based off the replay, I was a little bit concerned that they were going to just stay with the call on the field, but they get it right. The refs got it right. And uh big play. And it turned out to be a huge play in the game. Um, cause who knows what we'd be talking about on that drive for green Bay. If they do get that, um, they were, they were kind of putting something together on that drive. So huge, huge for the huge for the defense all game long, just making crucial stands when it, when it counted most third and fourth downs, um, then the uh, then the Lions finally get on the board right before half. Shane Zilstra, Zilstra, I don't even know how to pronounce this poor guy's name. Rookie, rookie tight end that's filling in for Hawkinson. One of the two, one of the three uh, total, but one of the two today that got touchdowns. Um, so shout out to him for his first NFL touchdown. And should mention nice, nice acting by the Money Badger too with the uh, with the with the the graceful fall to get the running into the kicker penalty. Uh, so in that case, the lines decide to
1: no, take no the Emmy's two point
0: conversion. To no, Emmy's no, to no. High-bender. And I should say uh shout out to J- Jack Fox for manhandling that ball as it came in because terrible snap by the long snapper. Um, and uh, could have been far worse. Could have been, a, it, it, uh, it looked like it was just going to be a six nothing game at that point, but, uh, yeah. Lions were fortunate enough to get the running into the kicker, and then subsequently they convert on the two-point conversion. So we're talking about an 8 nothing game. Um, and then Aaron Rodgers on the other side of the ball just takes a knee, and that brings us to the halftime capsule where we'll get a live look at what we were thinking. Here we go again. Another close one at the half. Lions are up 8 nothing. Seems like every week we're talking at the halftime capsule where lines are either close or ahead. So here we go again. Nice acting job uh, right before the half by the Money Badger to get a two-point opportunity. Now that changes the trajectory of the game completely. So, first half. Kind of ugly by both teams for a while there until we finally got some points with 20 seconds left in the half. Um, It almost felt like it might go scoreless into the half. It was just that ugly. Um, Two... Two big interceptions for the Lions on defense in the red zone, um, both of which kind of lucky tipped passes. Well, at least the first one was tipped um, off of Barnes' helmet. So not even anybody getting their hand up. Just Barnes' head being in the way. Right place, right time. We'll take it. No apologies. Other one was the um, the kind of trick play that uh, Green Bay tried to run, and Aiden gets himself uh, a pick. So uh, nice, nicely done. Both of the rookies there, by the way, Kirby Joseph and Aiden, two rookies getting the turnovers. So loving what I'm seeing from Kirby jo- Joseph. And uh, loving what I'm seeing from Barnes as well. Barnes really stepping things up at the linebacker level. Um, let's keep that going. Um, Lions are able to get some pressure on Rodgers, and uh, defense is definitely looking better than they have in the past week, so love to see that. Offense uh, can continues to struggle a little bit, but uh, got some points before the half, so we need to get some more production out of them, and uh, we're sitting good for the second half. Um, some penalties, too, that hurt the offense as well, so got to clean that up. Uh, go Lions. The second half, um, I'm questioning what it's going to bring. The refs have been kind of questionable so far with some of these no calls for the. Um, there was a delay of game that didn't get called. There was a block in the back that didn't get called. Offensive pass interference that mm, maybe should have been called. Um, so I'm just going to be watching that in the second half. Uh, still think I'm trying not to get let down here. So still think the Packers win this. But uh, go Lions!
1: Okay, I'm cautiously optimistic here. I'm very nervous. Very happy with results though. Eight points over over Green Bay, eight nothing. Here we go. Um first off, first thing I noticed, tight end woes. Few missed blocks from our tight ends right now where TJ was very valuable and uh and a big penalty. Big turnovers though. Story of the game is the turnovers at the goal line for for Green Bay. Getting hands-on balls, getting it in the air. I, I mean, it's unbelievable. Very scary, though, with this low-scoring game. That's all I can say. I'm not I'm not happy with what we got. I think we should have more points on the board. Box score-wise, I mean, very similar, except for the big turnovers. Big thing for me that I saw that stuck out. No punts for Green Bay again. Got got to get off the field on third down and quit giving them opportunities. That's what's making this game so scary, so... That's what I want to see coming into the second half. I want to see turnovers, and more in the punt rage though, and uh, around the midfield line. So give me some turnovers that ways, and uh, just get off the field. Hold strong. Get two more scores on the board. Hold the Green Bay coming off the coming off the half though. That's the big time. Go Lions.
0: Okay, so I will be glad to be proven wrong as I. I stated again on that halftime capsule that I thought the Packers would win. Uh, so I'd like to claim that as reverse psychology, uh, but it may have been me just not optimistic in this team anymore, um, which they've garnered me back in. And we'll talk about that at the end of the Lions recap here. But um, you and I were both cautiously optimistic, liked what we were seeing from the defense, liked liked what we were seeing overall overall, Knew we needed to put up more points, knew it wasn't gonna be as easy in the second half. Anytime there's second half adjustments, you've gotta be prepared as a Lions fan because no lead is safe.
1: This one seemed like one of those games that we've just seen a hundred times over that it just it's an absolute storybook script. Uh, and it's just played out too many times. So I was very cautious. and, but I was optimistic mm-hmm. the entire time as I said in my halftime capsule. Um and honestly, the absolute stunner and game changer was the Lions' secondary in this one. And they went, they went out and absolutely won this game for for the Lions.
0: Yeah, big shout out to them, and we'll talk about them as a whole at the uh, end of the recap here. Um, but just huge that it was an eight nothing game too that that ended up playing a big role in the trajectory of this game as it changes the play calling for Green Bay, um, being up with that two point conversion. So talking second half here um Goff with a with a with a third quarter interception we talked about it off air but uh this has been at least 3 times i think it, this year three games this year that he's thrown a pick right off the bat in the second half first drive um maybe even more than that um but it's at least 3 um so i felt like that was going to be a hurtful thing but every have have the we defense the point stepped it up
1: in- Have we reached the point in the game where it became an absolute turnover bonanza?
0: We're getting there. Yeah, because consequently, right next is in my notes, we've got Kirby Joseph with another interception. One of two on the day for him. Um, Once again, we've got to sing the high praises of Kirby Joseph. And you know Dan loves this guy. You saw the reaction to him coming off the sidelines after that interception. Dan was fired up, um, deservedly so. Aaron Glenn fired up as well. Um, Kirby Joseph, just just a breath of fresh air in that secondary. Needed that from the secondary today um, with the struggles that have been happening with A.J. Parker and Amani Oruwarie um, or as we tagged him last week or the week before, Amari Onowerie. Um So big step up from him in the secondary. Love love that for him. Love to see what he's going to progress into. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think... I think he was an early candidate and a late candidate for BA Player of the Week, Lion of the Week.
1: Yeah, Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell's third-round pick from the draft this year. And, I mean, it goes to show you the absolute gems of talent that that Brad Holmes finds in the middle of the draft. That that seems to be his talent through and through with this. Um, And I absolutely want to see it continue.
0: Absolutely. And it it is great to see that it's – something completely different from a front office that we haven't seen in the past. How many times did we go? Tight ends, wide receivers in the years past when when other guys were available that would have addressed needs. Um, they went for flashy picks and and just it's just these guys feel like you um say what you want about Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell. They may not be the future. They may not be the people. We don't know. That's to be seen. But we can say this about them. They they do know how to draft guys that are are that embody this this team and Dan that are fighters and um just just all around good players so um you you can say what you want about them like i said but you got to give them credit on on the, at least the draft side of things so it's 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 something to look forward to as as they continue to pile up these picks from moves they've made recently um so <sighs> green bay does finally get theirs after that um offense continued to struggle, didn't do anything on the drive. Green Bay um, gets theirs. They, they get a touchdown to Lazard, but the two-point conversion, crucial two-point conversion was denied, and that's the big takeaway for me there. You, you knew Green Bay was going to get theirs, but um, you so crucial that they deny that two-point conversion because uh, it would have changed the traje- trajectory, as we stated prior, completely if they get that. Um, then you're talking about a, a tie ball game, and it, and it just changes everything, both sides of the ball. So Lions up eight to six. Um, yeah, Lions were a, just yeah.
1: That was that was Okuda on that stop too, and on the yes it on was the play before he had. Uh, I think he was just late reacting uh, on the shift from them, and he had to pick him up, and gave up that long play, and and then was absolute shooters mentality, or sorry, not long play but the touchdown. And then came right back on the two-point conversion to make the stop. Huge. Yeah,
0: you, you, you love to see that. That's exactly what they needed there, just short memory and, and get right back out there, um, makes the play. Um, even if that is a catch there, it looked like it was going to be short if you wrapped him up right there. So um, just all-around good good positioning by Okuda right where he needed to be. Um, Shout-out to you for remembering that, that crucial point there. Yeah. Um, and so the Lions on offense, they just went into run the damn ball mode, and they were just riding the offensive line. We we love to see that. A um, couple big runs from Jamal as well as Jackson. Um, DeAndre Swift was had some involvement today, but not a lot. Um, but specifically on that drive, it was Jackson and Jamal just trading carries. Um, and it opened up the pass, getting a couple passes to Amon Ross, St. Brown, and, and others, and ultimately led to James Mitchell. Uh, another tight end, another rookie, first NFL touchdown for him. Uh, so two tight ends with touchdowns today for the Lions with the absence of our former tight end, Mr. Hawkinson, heading off to Minnesota. So good to see the uh, some, some tight ends ste- stepping it up. That makes the game 15 to 6 at that point and uh, makes it a two score game, which was which was huge
1: that's what absolutely sealed it i mean it put put pressure on the packers that they needed to come down and score and get points on the board right away and uh yeah when they fell short of that i mean oh it's just an absolute relief i think my my best note coming into coming out of the third quarter though was uh i think right around two two and a half minutes left in the third jamal had a 13 yard run and uh Yes. The, the announcing booth let us know it was the longest rushing rushing play of the day uh, for, for, for the Lions, which was just absolutely saying something.
0: When when the Lions rip off a 10-yard plus run, it feels like it's a 25-yard run oh, for yeah. another team.
1: Absolute joke. It's like the biggest
0: team. deal. Because <laughs> yeah. I saw that play live, and I heard that exact thing you did, and I thought, wow, that was only 13 yards. It felt like 20-plus.
1: <laughs> the it was, same thing.
0: It's crazy. It's just because I guess because we've been so conditioned as Lions fans, with the run game being so poor over the years, it's just anytime you see something longer than four yards, you're just like, it, it looks like gold.
1: Oh, oh yes, it does.
0: It, uh, it's just good to see the the they can have a balanced attack and they don't have to lean so heavily on that on the offensive weapons they have through the air, um, just running back. Not necessarily running back by committee, but uh, a concerted effort from Jamal, Justin Jackson, and DeAndre Swift. Uh, even him fighting through the uh, continued injury struggles that he has.
1: Yeah, not even um, anything fancy either. It was just more of no. a right up to God hey, all day. No,
0: no, nice to see it. And running the ball when they know you're going to run the ball as well. Mm-hmm. But
1: I mean, it also helps us with the Packers having so many injuries yeah. throughout the entire day. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: it makes you wonder about Fort Field. Like, the yeah. is this an injury thing? Is this is that the cause? Because it was every, it was every play. It seemed like that somebody was hobbling off. Most of them were in the Packers side of things, but um, the the one of concern for us was the Kirby Joseph and Okuda collision that happened just after that um, touchdown from James Mitchell. Uh, Okuda the second one of the day where he just um, friendly fires a teammate yeah. and uh that one looked really bad that one looked like that may be both of them out for the rest of the game or you know at, at least a couple plays um, Kirby went to the locker room and never did come back so wishing the best for Kirby Joseph um hopefully just a just a quick um, bounce back for him and because uh, because he had a great game so it, it, was, it was hard to see that for him just not being able to, to um, make it out without a without an injury, but um, needless to say, Okuda did come back. He, he took a few plays off, but he did come back, so got one of the two.
1: Yeah, Kirby Joseph putting out an absolute career day, a highlight reel for him, um, and then you have Okuda channeling his absolute inner Miley Cyrus and just coming in like a wrecking ball on almost every play, which is... Tells you why he gets those 15 tackles a game, and I mean absolute menace. I mean that's what we've been asking for.
0: Yeah, uh, they call him El Jefe, right?
1: Uh, yes, that's correct.
0: <laughs> um, maybe maybe he was playing one for uh, Aubrey Pleasant. You know, you know I know they they had a good relationship, so maybe he was playing playing with a little heavy heart today. Um, mm-hmm. he 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 had um uh, a, a little less of a of a day in the in the in the tackling game. Uh, only five tackles today, so below average day for him. But yes, you're right. Um, uh, uh, always involved and always flying to the ball. It seems like um, I, I, we couldn't remember this instant off air, but there was another instance that seems like this year where he injured a teammate uh, or hit a teammate. So uh, maybe maybe cool a little bit, Okuda. Maybe just maybe just the other team, not ours. Yeah, just
1: chill, brother. But keep hitting <laughs> at the same time
0: and then that uh just after that the the third and 17 that Aaron put his team on the back with the run play uh just poor defense that you were letting a near 40 year old get 17 yards on third and long um just before that if we can rewind real quick uh he he had a he had a very vulgar thing that he said I if I'm I'm not a professional leader, lip reader but on the play prior to that uh he had a drop pass um from I don't remember who, but um, in the slow motion replay, it sure looked like Aaron said, catch the ball, you mother, blank. Uh, So very much frustrated on his side of things.
1: I I mean, I I get why he's frustrated, but at the same time, it's not like Aaron Rodgers was perfect today either. He he threw a ball right into a defender's face (laughs) at the goal line. I mean, the two interceptions at the goal line is enough. Three total on the day, but even some of the other... Of his other plays, like, he was in, wasn't was even the same zip code on some of his throws.
0: No, not sharp. Um, you know, not a lot of help for him on the offensive side of things. I know Watkins was running the wrong routes, dropping balls. So, um, just a bad overall offensive day. Uh, can't put the blame on just one person. Uh, Aaron's got to shoulder some of that as well. Uh, but as we said, back to the third and 17, just a crazy run. Um, just Just felt like that was the chance to put him away, but it wasn't. Uh, ultimately acted on. Um Okuda comes back into the game. Ben don't break again. We preached it all game, all day long. Rodgers can't hit Watkins. Um, and then they get held to a field goal. So it's nine to fifteen. Lions are up by six at that point. So Green Bay's within a score at that point. So you starting to feel a little bit of a concern if you're a Lions fan. Um mm-hmm. this was the Jars music starting. It was didn't it, Didn't it, dun it especially when the offense has a nice run on, I think it was second and five. Um, and once again, the holding play, holding penalty comes and rears its ugly head. Um, and so then they're well beyond the sticks. Um, but, but lucky and fortunate for the Lions, uh, they get a pass to Swift and they give a personal foul. So automatic first down, um, quite possibly the play of the game almost on underrated play of the game because automatic first down in that situation is huge. Uh, it would have been third down and no telling if the lines would have picked it up. Uh, Yeah.
1: And I'll be, I'll be absolutely transparent with the listeners here on this one. Uh, Jamal was an absolute workhorse all day. I had sent you a text. It said, what's the point of even having Swift on the team? Yes. Just to watch him check into the game. As that happens. Absolutely momentum changing play. (laughs) <laughs> it was
0: huge it was huge he he had a limited role as we said but uh big play there uh way to put your head down and draw the draw that one um ultimately they go get to third down and one on the next set of dry uh set of downs uh and they go pass, which was a little wild they throw it to the rookie james mitchell i guess that speaks to their trust in the pass game and uh this rookie they have it tight end. I mean that's a big that's a big ask for you, you to um, run a play there pass and not run a running play on third and one that late in the game. Um but I guess that's trust in Ben Johnson one and trust in James Missel too. So um just a crucial point in that game. Um but then they get into another third and one and uh they we sit, we gave them credit all game long or all day long about the offensive line and running the ball. Well, this was the one they dropped here. Um, Offensive line, solid all day, but not right there. Uh, They they end up losing two or three yards on that play. You just can't have that on third and one at that point in the game. You can't have that.
1: Yeah, and what was weird is, I mean, yes, once again, hats off. We had Dan Skipper in motion for for a lot of the day there, which was weird to see. But, yeah, a worse time to, to lose two yards on a play. All you have to do theoretically is fall forward, and you have a first down.
0: Yeah, and you may have the game at that point. That uh, first down would have been putting it close to the two-minute warning, and you're then within field goal range. Um, but alas, they don't. They don't get it. Um, that gives that brings up fourth down and three or four, um, in which they go for it. Uh, probably the right call there. I don't, I don't think. I don't think you want to punt in it in that situation. It's too far for, for a money badger field goal. Um, would have liked to see a better play call. I thought I thought Goff like the green Bay brought the pressure. I felt like Goff held the ball a little too long. Um, you know, you can see that bringing pressure there and he had to kind of rush the throw when it, when it didn't seem to, um, not rush the throw, I shouldn't say. Um, he just he just he didn't have the ability to put his body into it like he would have. He kind of had to throw it off his back foot, um, and so the ball doesn't get um, doesn't even get to the, the receiver. So uh, failed fourth down there. That's when I was. A, that's when the concerns really started
1: growing. Jaws music just doubled in speed, but yep. uh, I mean golf. There, there was a few times today when we had a, a time for a big play and it was needed and he, he was underthrowing his guys, which was just disappointing. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, you can take it back to the last game, the fourth and two play, the long pass downfield, the Reynolds underthrows that one too. It's just all these big situations, he's underthrowing balls, and that's that's got to be something that gets fixed.
0: Yeah, that's not what you need from your quarterback, not when the game's on the line. And, um, you know, further proof that um, – Jared can be serviceable, but in the big moment, he's not always there. Uh, so it's it's a it's a it's definitely an area of concern if you think that he's going to be the guy going forward. Um, if they don't go quarterback in the draft, so something to watch for as Lions fans. Um, that gave us the exciting drive that was for the Green Bay Packers. Um, felt like there were several. Instances of holding uh, on committed by Green Bay's offense. Several uh, delays of game. Um, just felt like we were really setting up for another letdown as Lions fans. Just they were they they were letting Green Bay get down the field. They get the big play um, where Okuda rips the ball out, and you just in that moment you're just hoping that Deshaun Elliott just falls on the ball, but of course not. He tries to grab it. It squirts out in the in the flurry that was. Um, it's. I knew it was as I saw it. I just knew it was going to go out of bounds. It, you could see it getting closer and closer, and uh, so close though, so close by Okuda to to grab it. Um, play gets reviewed, and you and I both agreed that there's no way they're giving the Lions that. Uh, it was very close, however, um, probably the right call there, calling it out of bounds. Uh, just, just crazy
1: i mean that that play alone though that speaks to the the absolute grip by that secondary that we saw today i mean they were they were they were absolutely being grim reapers in the secondary to these receivers, yeah. even after the catch if they were giving, up, giving them giving' up they were going for that ball and ripping on everyone and it's i mean it's it's fun secondary to see after they've been getting dogged on all season long now that we're halfway through
0: much better, much better today all around. Got to give credit to Aaron Glenn on that one. Um, uh, you know we've we've ragged on him, so you got to give him credit when where credit is due. Um, should mention too that we had that fumble out of bounds too, um, where they tried to give Green Bay the uh, um, the first down. Remember that?
1: That way, I mean, I, un- unbelievable. I, I you know real time that that no way that ball went from out of bounds back to inbounds. I think you said that real time, but. Uh, the fact that that was even marked there in the first place is, is asinine on its own.
0: No, you can't, the ball ball goes out of bounds there. You can't, you can't advance a fumble um, under two minutes the ball. You can't fumble the ball forward out of bounds and get the, get the yardage. It is a little crazy that that rule is though you can't, you can't possess a new, like you can't fumble it and have your teammate pick it up and, and get credit for those yards under two minutes. However, if you recover your own fumble under two minutes, you get you can get those yards. That's that's a little bit fumble ruski esque where you could fumble it and benefit yourself.
1: Fumble it and then just kind of muff it down the field, kicking it to yourself and whoop. Oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah. I'm I'm clumsy.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm surprised that it's a that, that rule's in effect. And it, it obviously doesn't come into effect very often, but um, yeah, Lions Lions did get the um, the benefit of the doubt on that one. They looked at it. They, they took it back. That was, didn't end up being a big deal, but um, felt like it could have been. And then ultimately the fumble out of bounds um, where Okuda nearly grabs it in time, but not quite. Um, So that sets it up with um, uh, that led us to a fourth down ultimately for green Bay game on the line situation. And uh, the, the, the story of the day for the green bay packers offense they just couldn't couldn't get it done in the when, when the time was needed and uh aaron throws a not a great ball and uh the wide receiver wasn't open um everybody i think collectively was holding their breath that there wasn't a defensive pass <laughs> interference or holding
1: <laughs> read my mind. because it
0: felt like it felt like in that moment they were going to call a flag and uh-huh. then it was just going to be another situation where Green Bay has got a couple shots at the end zone, and who knows what happens. But as Lions fans, you're thinking the worst there.
1: Yeah. Once again, we've already seen this. But we've already seen this movie.
0: Yes, we've seen it so many times, especially with Green Bay too. It, it's it's it seems like it's always elevated with Green Bay.
1: Yeah, and then and then on the miss, how often do you see the the Lions get to knee it for for a win? They had to run not a, the last not, fly. That
0: victory formation is very rare. That's a good point by you. I, oh.
1: Good I should to have say. taken a picture. <laughs> yeah, might not, might not come again for the next till the next solstice.
0: No, uh, absolutely not. Um, huh, it felt really good though. This win felt really good, like something actually a little tangible for once. Um, way, like a win that you can feel, you can feel good about. Uh, obviously, so much to go, um, but uh, the defense is improving. That's that's it, that's a fact, uh, especially in the secondary getting some guys involved, Kirby Joseph and Okuda. uh, You and I talked about it, but that's a, that's a good duo right there. Got to build around those two for sure. Uh, uh, Sorry, Amani, but it's, (laughs) that's not your secondary anymore.
1: These two guys just absolutely showed up today and they, 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 they they told the rest of the the Detroit Lions pride. They're here to stay and they're here to play.
0: They're here to stay. They're here to play rhymes. Love rhymes. Um, yeah, Aiden Hutchinson's interview after the game um, said they're moving on from the crumbles, which is good. Uh, feels like they can build on that. Uh, he said all the right things, of course. Um, but uh, yeah, um, Aiden Hutchinson also in the interview uh, got some bunny ears from from Bugs, one of the defensive linemen. Um, so <laughs> good camaraderie going going all around the lines there. Good vibes. Um, love to see that. As we said, defense way better today. Good on the secondary, good bounce-back game. Um, in what we thought could be a get-right game for Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, Aaron throws three interceptions, 0 for 4 in the end zone, or in the red zone, I should say, for Green Bay. So by definition, Ben, don't break. Defense today all through and through. 8 of 15 on third down for Green Bay today. So that line's one third down, two, which is good. Doesn't happen um, often either. No, they didn't win them all but um one one enough to to give the offense opportunities and uh keep them in the ball game because uh, the offense you know was struggling um couldn't couldn't really find the end zone couldn't get a, a lot of points but got enough to get the win um Dan Campbell lost his voice um uh, so no shocker there um, and he gave <laughs> the game ball gave the game ball to aaron glenn no, I saw well that. deserved I think yeah well deserved um dan said he's exhausted and just wanted to go home and drink a beer
1: just drinking beer like a like an everyday common man.
0: Yep, that's what he is, and and I think that's I think that's uh authentic too. I don't think that's him trying to be something he's not. I think that's actually what he's going home to do right now, or is doing currently. Um, yeah, ba ba line of the week. Uh, I think it's got to be a defensive guy myself. Um. Do I mean Kirby to to Joseph Kirk, Kirby.
1: I, I absolutely had a career game. I I have to put my first, second, and third vote in for Kirby Joseph.
0: <laughs> yeah, I should note he also added ten tackles, five of them solo. Um so wow. just a, a great all, all all around game. I think honorable mention Derek Barnes um with twelve tackles yeah. and uh one, one, one sack on the day, um, one TFL and uh one Helmeted the way of the <laughs> passing route.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh,
0: I guess you give him credit for that, right?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know what that goes down in the records as uh, tipped ball, but yeah. I can tell you what, though, that Kirby Joseph tipped ball. That's you know, you're, There's going to be a lot of people that are going to want to get that picture frame. That was, I mean, him floating through the air. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and yeah. it was picturesque.
1: It was. Uh, I was trying to think of the name of the painting. I'm sure some more uh, cognitively mm. developed folks, other than myself, know the name of it. Uh, but I believe it's God reaching down and touching fingers with another man. Oh, that's sure
0: what know what you mean. But I, I can't think of what it is.
1: That's what it looked like to me.
0: Um. Yeah. So so Kirby Joseph. We we've said his praises before, but uh, really excited about him and what he can do going forward um, as we, we get an identity on defense a little bit, um, you know, we, we, are, we know they've got more to do. We, we know this isn't the end game for them, but uh, going to be going to be good to see them prove that more going forward as uh, uh, a divisional win at home is always, always a little bit sweeter.
1: And the Packers, nonetheless, in that division. Yeah, yeah.
0: uh, And the Vikings running away with it, too. We'll get to them in a minute. Uh, I was wearing my hoodie for most of the first half, and then the second half I took it off because it got too warm. Then I put it on for the very last play. I saw it on the couch. I put it back on for the last play, so I think you got to thank me.
1: You're bringing some mojo into this game? I guess. I I mean, you should feel ashamed you took it off at all, then, I suppose.
0: It's just a little too warm. Um, But nonetheless... Happy to be proven wrong. Um, you know, I, I went with the Packers here um and before the game and at halftime, so happy to be proven wrong.
1: Well, also uh, if for things that happen through the week, and I know we'll get into it with the Minnesota game, but Hawk didn't have a great game, so that also eases the things for us this
0: week. Did he though? Didn't he though?
1: I, mean, I don't he think he had nine that catches crazy. for seventy yards. I mean that's an okay day okay day.
0: He got to Minnesota on like Wednesday
1: didn't score did it
0: no but it's nine catches
1: not enough to there's not enough to talk about where they're gonna dog the lions in the media be right back. oh we got a brb session folks and this is what you get welcome in to andrew's monologue we've got benjamin fox he stepped out of the room folks and let me tell you my day today watching football putting together an Alfred Hitchcock thousand piece puzzle snuggled up with Simon here my kitty cat It hey, just luxurious I'm not finished with said puzzle I've got eh, maybe a hundred pieces put together I'm a slow tinkerer Okay, I'm back.
0: I say all in all, nine catches, 70 yards is a pretty good day considering he just got there. Um, so let's talk about the NFL. Let's talk about it. Vikings beat the Commanders. We'll start with that one. Actually, you know what? No. We'll go back to Thursday night. That's Let's go chronological. Eagles beat the Texans. I know you were feeling pretty good at halftime, though. It was a tie game at halftime.
1: It was, and I thought, you know, I made a lot of bold predictions here this week, and I thought... Possibly, it was gonna start with a weird, weird week and a weird win for the Texans, and I mean, it almost started that way. And I know you'll get into it with the college football, but it definitely followed in to the college football and trickled into the NFL, which we'll get into as well.
0: No doubt, it always seems like that stuff happens in in series. It's never just one thing. It it, once one, it's a domino effect. Once one happens, the yeah, it happens in. In, in threes and bunches, yeah. Um, Absolutely. So that so the Eagles undefeated. They remain they remain perfect on the year. Uh, they've got the commanders next week in a divisional matchup and uh so um, big matchup for them as they continue their, their their strides. Um so let's talk about the um Chargers and Falcons. I don't know if you saw this, but there was a double fumble uh to end the game. Um Chargers were driving and uh, I don't know if it was Eckler or who it was fumbled Atlanta picks it up big man running with the ball or big man just uh, the ghost got him he fumbled it on his own accord um, running down the sideline and the Chargers pick the ball back up so um, they 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 end up scoring a field goal on that drive to win it so uh, just a, h- a hard one for, for that defensive player I think it's like number 97 for the Falcons
1: Rough, sorry for your loss, buddy, and uh, good luck on the next contract. I didn't see that ending. <laughs> I did see Justin Herber, uh, very excited walking off the field in the Chargers acting like they had just like won a divisional.
0: Won the Super Bowl? Pl-
1: yeah, like oh. a playoff game or something. Maybe not quite the Super Bowl, but playoff game nonetheless. And I, all I could think are were the Falcons are just trying to be competitive at this point in the season. And you guys were supposed to make a push for the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, two two teams on very different paths. At least we thought during the preseason. We thought, you know, Falcons with Mariota at quarterback, like they might they might muster up a couple wins, but for them to be um four and five after today, you know, they were, were five hundred teams. So, um, you know, Playing above their their trend and the Chargers kind of playing below that, um, but uh, kind of a must win for the Chargers I think um, to to stay five and three, yep. or, or to get to five and three. Uh, different different outcome if they lose this game. This this keeps them on the track to um, be a playoff team. So so good good for them. Um, Falcons no no stranger to heartbreaking losses. That one's gotta hurt just because they have the game sealed. If he, he just holds onto the ball. Um, Or at the very least, I shouldn't say they had it, they had it sealed because it was a tie game. So there's no telling what the Falcons would have done with the ball, but uh, just a tough one. Dolphins continue their streaking through the NFC North. Um, Another high-scoring one for them. 35-32 is the final. Dolphins win it by three Um, to another 300-plus-yard game. Fields had three touchdowns passing with only 123 yards. And he also added one on the ground. So four touchdowns he accounted for, but only 123 yards through through the air, which is kind of crazy that he threw three touchdowns with only 123 yards in the
1: air. Yeah. The bears are scaring me here. Um, the bears were supposed to be the worst team in the NFC North. We talked about it. Uh, I, I said it was atrocious that they had a better record that I still thought the lions were a better team today. The bears absolutely put me on notice. And, uh, they are a much better team than I truly anticipated. Then, plus they went out and got Claypool. Their defense got a little worse, right. but Their offense got better, and they put up points today.
0: Rising tide lifts all boats, or uh, boat, uh, water always finds its mean. So you take a little bit from the the defense, give a little bit to your offense, and maybe you'll uh, uh, come out ahead, right? Um, but yeah, uh, I can speak to that as well. Justin Fields feels like um, they've they've got a system in place for him now, and he's. Putting up numbies, numbies. Um, designed. He's runs. not great. Yeah, not great through the air. You know, he's not. Uh, as we said, only 123 yards through the air, but 178 yards on the ground and one touchdown on the ground, four touchdowns total. So he is a weapon. He's sure. If they get the passing game figured out with him. Watch out.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Watch out. And I mean, hey, and if uh, the Packers front office gets it figured out, like the Bears front office, watch out for them as well. Watch
0: out, watch out, watch out. That's what it made me think of.
1: <laughs> the old Randy Orton.
0: Yes. Sunday, Sunday. Uh, uh, anyway, Bengals uh, crushed the Panthers. You and I both kind of had that feeling that the Bengals were were, were going to get this done. Um, uh, it was a blowout for most of the game. They did get within 21 points uh, to make it 42-21 um it was a shout out at one point. Uh Joe Mixon five touchdowns on yeah. a day between the air and the ground.
1: There you go. That's the Bengals doubled them up thanks to Joe Mixon. Joe Mix Mixon. Mixon and uh, thoughts and prayers to whoever had to play against Joe Mixon in fantasy this weekend. I yeah, you know it's... one Mega Powers was going up against Joe Mixon. Oh no. Yet to be determined how he's faring.
0: Uh it's got to be an automatic L.
1: Hi, right, that's what I said to him, but he wasn't le- he wasn't letting all his chips go. No.
0: No, you can't you can't got to stay strong. Um yeah, Joe Mixon, you could say he put a beating on the on that defense.
1: Whoa, whoa, still too soon, buddy. It's, it's like five domestic the- violence is no joke.
0: You're right. Um yeah, so the Joe's, the Joe's get it done, Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, the Joe's. Um they walked off the field together and they were, they were both pointing at each other like, "No, no." give the credit to him no no give the credit to him so uh, fun to speaking see of for the ce- Bengals fun team yes yeah,
1: sp- speaking of celebrations Joe Mixon had the counting on his fingers how many touchdowns oh, yeah. he had oh god it was a beautiful sight he said,
0: he said it just came to him he didn't nope he didn't have any plan for that it just kind of uh, came to him in the
1: moment I don't think anybody plans <laughs> to put up that many scores in a day no
0: no, I, no, you don't wake up and say, "Us oh, feels like a five touchdown day."
1: <laughs> <It> feels like <laughs> well, what Baker I'm Mayfield saying.
0: once woke up and said he was feeling dangerous. Uh, speaking of him, he he got put back in at quarterback today as as the as the Panthers QB in this in this Prob- game.
1: Probably doesn't want the spotlight anymore. I think he's just about done with no. all that.
0: No, probably not. Um, and just like Kyler Murray, he's short.
1: He is short.
0: I can say that as a fellow short man. Um, yeah, so let's talk about the Vikings and Commanders. We we've touched on it a few times, but uh, Hawkinson had nine catches for seventy yards. So you don't think that's a good day? Um,
1: oh, uh, yaw yaw.
0: Av, yawn. Av. What you can't yawn at is the seven and one Vikings. Duh, I've never Kurt, I've never seen Kirk Cousins with more confidence.
1: I, I, he's not dangerous and not only is that stadium i i mean i believe it was in washington but i'm still yeah. gonna still gonna use the vikings luck to it that uh stadium is not only a bird killer but it puts down choppers as well all types of
0: birds <laughs> and 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 snyder might sell the team finally
1: finally it might um, take a couple years end. but finally
0: um commanders fall the four and five although they had a nice little win streak going they've got the Eagles next week so a rubber match in the NFC East Beast and um moving right along uh Jags win one and a close one versus the Raiders really thought the Raiders had a had a chance to win this one uh etn you called it he'd have a he'd figured out he'd lead the offense and he sure did uh, 28 carries 109 yards two touchdowns for him today
1: Trevor Lawrence actually looked accurate today but I mean the Raiders just kind of felt like they stalled out. Uh, Devontae Adams and Derek Carr yeah. were matching up early and often and then just kind of tailed off at the end in the fourth quarter. It yeah. almost looked like the Lions offense.
0: <laughs> A little bit. They just kind of fizzled out, and, and you start to wonder, hey, where did where did all that production go? You know, it's like
1: just uh, disappeared?
0: consistency issues. Yes. Spooky season's over, so no more ghosts
1: ghosts schools are werewolves and all the alike.
0: Yeah, the Raiders are 2 and 6 now. They share the same record as the Lions. Uh both their teams 2 and 6, but uh vastly different weeks.
1: Yes. I mean, you never want to be that lone team at the bottom, so for that I say thank you to the it's, Raiders. It's, it's just a crying shame it's the my two favorite teams.
0: Yeah. Um and both on on two different trajectories after this week, uh, yes. Eagles. No,pe sorry, not Eagles. All right, um, nope. Jets. The other green team that I was thinking. Get them. Of. I know Jets. you
1: wanted. I know you want to say it, so let them have it.
0: J E T S Jets Jets Jets. That's what you wanted, right?
1: <laughs> yes. Uh,
0: how about that defense? They're menacing.
1: Oh man, how does it feel this week?
0: How does what feel?
1: To to call this game to be all I didn't. over the. I thought you called the Jets.
0: No, I wanted to. I said the Jets would keep it close because it's a divisional matchup, but the Bills would get the best uh, of them. That's how I thought it was going to – said the oh, Bills were going to own New York. I was wrong.
1: You were giving so much Jets love, I thought you were all in on it.
0: I wanted to. I wanted to keep riding it, but I just felt like without Brees Hall and, and they just weren't going to have enough points on offense. I knew their defense was good, but um, I didn't think they would be able to beat the Bills.
1: I mean, this is an absolute surprising game. Josh Allen, I don't know what happened. I kind of lost track of this game because I was so invested in the Lions. Yeah. But I mean, he was running Same. so hard all all game. Or well, like I said early what I saw and uh and then next thing you know, I saw Robert, Robert Sala embracing somebody with a hug and he was very happy. Uh, and then I saw the score. I, worse yet for Bills fans. I believe it was an elbow, uh, something yeah. in the arm for Josh Allen that he's not feeling right coming out of this game.
0: Yeah, we'll have to check on that uh, on Wednesday's episode. But yeah, that's a big concern. If you're a Bills fan, that was who we thought would be possibly the MVP of the season. Uh, I know you were thinking more Jalen Hurts, uh, but Allen was my guy. Um, so something to watch for for the for Bills and NFL fans alike. Um, yeah, uh, uh, Bills six and two, Jets six and three. Kind of crazy. Uh, doing it without Brees Hall, which I was not expecting, um, and uh, we got one more matchup uh, in the early games. We've got the Packer or the Patriots. I'm sorry, Patriots versus Colts. This one was ugly from the get go. Uh, Ellinger got sacked nine times today. Um, Colts only put up three points all day. Sad field goal in the third quarter. Um, Patriots just in in the driver's seat all game long. Uh, the Colts looked really bad. Laugh. Uh,
1: yeah. I wish I could tell you more about this game, but Andrew Siciliano even admitted to it on the Red Zone that they kind of forgot that game was going on.
0: Yeah, it did seem like that. Um, I, it, was a, it was. I didn't very see much of either.
1: Game, so it was tough to say what happened. It, it almost seems like Ellinger isn't the future, though.
0: No, I, I've been saying that. I don't think he's the guy. I think there's more issues at at, at bay for the Colts, but I I don't think um. Ellinger's the guy and I don't think um Frank Wright's going to make this, the end of this season but we'll see that um definitely in the hot seat um then we had a uh, two lone four o'clock games two late games um it's a short week or a dry week for the NFL um, one of the lesser weeks in terms of games so um, we just had Seahawks versus Cardinals Seahawks win it by 10 the Seahawks, we called for them uh, Cardinals 3-6 and six, The Battle came- of the Birds goes to the Seahawks
1: Came back and got the Cardinals And I mean D-Hoff got called for an OPI Late in the game That pretty much kind of ended it for him. Lost all their momentum uh, The Cardinals I mean Are dysfunctional all the way around They had snap problems tonight And not on like one occasion But multiple occasions Snap issues
0: Premature snapulations
1: uh, Some would say that but I mean more, more in the ballpark of, like, um, a less than average size and couldn't perform aptly.
0: Mm. Ah, speaking on, Kyler Murray there.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's short.
0: Geno <sighs> Smith, though, man. Good for him.
1: <laughs> I mean, uh, started from the bottom, now we're here.
0: And he's not writing back.
1: He still is not writing back.
0: I love that quote. Cool. Uh, he had a good sit down with carissa thompson on fox pre-game show that was pretty cool um kind of a oh, resurgence for him but not sorry. kind of it is a resurgence for him
1: yeah speaking of that i i don't if you listen to that did you listen to the very beginning of the interview like yes. pre-interview when yes, the guys I was gonna text you about kicked it, it off <laughs> yeah <laughs> I almost rewinded the TV to make sure I heard what I heard. Okay, what oh, you, I heard uh, it. A lot the shareholders.
0: Share. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna um, try to, I tried to find the clip right after it happened on Twitter, but not a lot of people were talking about it, and I didn't see anybody record it, and because um, I was gonna send it to you, because I didn't know if you were watching, <laughs> I didn't know if you were watching it, but yeah, I think she did that intentionally because um, she had a, a she had a leak. Uh, a couple years back of some intimate things so I think it was a play on that and I think it's one of those situations where she's like she's making the joke about it because you know it's her thing to talk about so I think this is her like this is like part of the healing process
1: well like the big joke was that her what was it a completely orange suit that she was wearing yes yeah, she looked like a traffic cone yep so she said that uh Everybody will be able to see her coming, right? Yes, yeah. that was the quote. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I think, uh, as I said, it's, I think it's a play. I think she did that intentionally. I think they, they wrote that in the teleprompter intentionally.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. That was just, that was, that was a Ron well, the, moment, it felt like to me. That yeah. was something
0: else. Well, did you hear Kurt Menefee from the, from the big booth downstairs say, like, no comment or whatever he said?
1: Uh, I think they just said, like, uh yeah, let's uh let's let's take it to that interview with yeah. is there something. That, I think they, I think they shuffled a, past it.
0: I think his exact wording was I'm not gonna comment on that or something along those lines.
1: Some something like that, yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh look look it up. Maybe it is on, on the on the waves now, but that was a, a hilarious situation. Uh that leaves us with one game, Brady versus Stafford in Tampa Bay, in Tampa Bay. Back Buccaneers get it done late. As we said at the top of the show, uh, it was happening as we started recording. Buccaneers win by three. Rams continue to slump, get that draft pick down for the Lions. Love that. Oh, it's huge. Um,
1: It's absolutely beautiful. Sorry, Stafford.
0: Yeah, and you had somebody in attendance for this one.
1: Oh, yeah, the longtime Lion. He went to go see Old Tampa Bay. Uh, He's going to be taking off on a cruise here, so well wishes to you, good sir. Uh, but he he was upset. Seemed said he was a crappy game, but was happy to see the Rams lost. He did say a lot of the Tampa Bay fans were uh, were rooting for the Lions today. So I don't know if that's just a FTP kind of anti-Packers uh, mm-hmm. propaganda, or if it's a little hard knocks effect for the year. Perhaps both.
0: Um, I don't know that there's Brady and Rogers have always been a big rivalry, so. There's a little bit of that. And uh uh you're right. I do think there's um, some fanhood throughout the nations that swept the nation from hard knocks. And uh we sure hope that they're sticking with us, even though the Lions maybe didn't get the start we wanted. Um big win today. Uh keep that keep that, that energy alive. Um pretty cool that the longtime line got to see Tom Brady hit hundred thousand yards though. Did you see that? Yeah.
1: I did see that. I was going to text him about that. It was very cool.
0: It's just an, an asinine number. 100,000 yards combined um, <laughs> between uh, regular and postseason. Just an asinine number, though. 100,000 uh, yards. Fiction, 45 else yards.
1: Will yeah, fact or fiction, somebody else will hit that number.
0: Fiction. Not, wow. No hesitation. Fiction. I don't think anybody it gets is, there.
1: It is an absolutely unreal number.
0: It is, and and I don't think anybody gets there. I really don't.
1: Uh, just once in a lifetime kind of deal. So
0: that leaves us with Sunday night's matchup of Chiefs Titans. That's about to kick off as we as we speak, literally right now, seven twenty kickoff um, Central. And then we've got the Ravens and the Saints on on Monday, so we'll talk about that. Um, let's talk about
1: college football.
0: In a while. I'm one.
1: sorry. Before we jump oh. into college football, I just got breaking news. Uh, from the longtime lion, uh, he Good. said the end of the game was cool, and it was cool to see him hit 100,000 yards. He did say the crowd was booing and yelling at Brady to retire the entire game
0: <laughs> until that moment wow. when they realized, "Oh wow, yeah, wow.
1: wow! Can you um, feel the love tonight, Mr. Ellen John? Can,
0: can you feel that's was that Elton John? Yes, it was. Okay." Good, just just gotta confirm that um little Wayne also was hoping that uh Aaron Rodgers would have retired
1: wow all the celebrities are speaking <laughs> up
0: wish we would have gotten rid of 12 or whatever he said it's like wow okay wow uh, tell me how you really feel Green Bay yeah um let's see college Lil football wow wild, wild one yeah 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 um is there anything better than college football in, in storming the field though?
1: Uh, absolute tradition, and I mean, I hate the anti-storming field people. Yeah, if you think your players can not contain yourself, walking off a field because players or, or <laughs> students are celebrating a huge win, like get out of here.
0: That's a once in a lifetime moment for a lot of those people, so like you can't you can't fault them. No. Um, if you don't so want them to had, storm
1: the field, beat them.
0: Right, like, that's all it takes. That's all. That's all you got to do. Um, so two we had two storm fieldings um or field field, field storm storming. <laughs> field stormings um alabama versus lsu the big game uh brian kelly goes ballsy on the two-point conversion in overtime to go for the win they scored on the one play in overtime so i think he just got to ride the momentum there i think it was a no doubter for him um, yeah he said, uh,
1: he said after the game just felt like the right time to go for it
0: yeah yeah and and he lives to talk about it because if, it, if they don't get it, then he's got to answer for all that. So um, it, it does have to be a feeling thing and uh, nothing to lose for LSU as they continue their, their climb through the ranks. Uh, I said to be watching for them. And in fact, I said I picked LSU in this game. So I got to pat myself on the back that I did have LSU here. Um, so shout out to me uh, and Brian Kelly's old team, Notre Dame gets it done against Clemson. I also said Clemson was going to be on upset alert and I wanted uh, we both wanted Notre Dame to win this one. Um, Clemson at four was just an absolute atrocity to begin with. Obviously, I have Michigan bias, but I thought Clemson at four was shocking, and just shocked at how many people were thinking it was a just argument that they were for. Um, clearly, they're not—they're not deserved of that ranking. Just got stomped by Notre Dame at home. A, a Notre Dame team that struggled—that struggled all season. They are turning things around, but um, it just felt like a situation where it was, uh, Notre Dame could could. Could easily be the winner there and uh shocking that it was by so much. Um, another atrocity is Ohio state being at two um Last week, um, they nearly squander it against Northwestern. You just had the feeling that they were going to eventually grind that out and win. They always seem to do that, but um, I, I think um, there's some more deserved teams to be at number two, which we'll, which we'll talk about in a minute. Michigan also um, struggled against Rutgers in the first half, uh, felt like that was going to be uh, a trap game-esque, you know, at Rutgers. Rutgers has got the uh, um, American flag helmets playing for the troops type of game. Crazy, crazy yeah. atmosphere for that. Uh, um, it, was, it was just stomps them in the second half, which was good to see.
1: Yeah, it was a late game. And so leading up to that, you had seen all the upsets throughout the day. Yeah. And you just kept thinking like, oh, no, is it one of those weeks? And then when they it comes the in fourth, series. Yep, exactly. And you had the poor first half and you think like, Oh no, please don't let it be one of those weeks.
0: <laughs> yeah, as you thought definitely rolled into your head. Um Corum Corum added a couple touchdowns today, so uh, I think he's gotta make the jump over uh, CJ Stroud after how his poor performance. Um can't believe people were talking to Heisman for him. You guys are stupid. Um he's clearly not the guy. Uh Texas is back. They went over K State. Um uh, they're not actually back, but I do think they're they're climbing in the rankings, and um, watch out for her, um, them going forward. Georgia, dogs, just an absolute dog. Um, got to be fair here. I picked Tennessee to win this one, so I got to take the loss there. Um, but Georgia going to be your number one team unanimously, I think, after this week uh, just took uh, care of business yeah. against Tennessee.
1: Handedly. They went there with a briefcase, unpacked said briefcase, went and did business. And that was in quotations business. for the listeners. They put their business back in that suitcase. They locked it up. They changed the combination, and they went back home.
0: Yep, and and proved all the haters wrong that they should be number one, not number three after Je- Tennessee jumped them in the college football playoff rankings by the committee. Um, I don't know if you saw this one. SMU, 77, Houston, 63. That's not a basketball score.
1: Whoa. I did not see that one
0: in fact uh, I saw that the somebody did the screen grab of the 77 63 score um their basketball game they played last year was 75 61 so the basketball was scored scoring was less than the football scoring
1: <laughs> <What>?
0: <laughs> yeah and Houston threw a, an interception in the in in the end zone right at the end of the or towards the end of the game so it was almost 77 70 Houston oh was knocking on the door and what? if they get an onside kick after that, they could have been 77-77.
1: That is absolutely ludicrous.
0: <laughs> we could have been talking about 100-100 if they went into overtime.
1: People want more points, but mean, they don't They don't think about the scoreboards when, no. when we hit three digits. No, they, not they, asking the they're not built questions. for that. Exactly. They're not built
0: for three, three digits. Most of them are built for two.
1: More points isn't always better.
0: No. Uh, so just a crazy one. Had to, had to note that. Mississippi versus uh, Mississippi State versus o- Auburn, another overtime game. Uh, just the note I had here. Cadillac Williams, do you remember him in in um, the NFL and in college? Uh, I don't.
1: Believe Carn- it Carnell Carnell Williams, a bell.
0: they called him Cadillac as his nickname.
1: Uh, it kind of rings a bell.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, he's the coach now for Auburn. You want to feel old?
1: Okay. Well, that's a shift.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He. That's somebody we watched growing up in college.
1: Yeah. I just. Yeah. I guess that's a. That's a weird time shift to think uh, we're getting yeah, old.
0: Auburn Auburn fired their head coach, and he's, so he's the interim. He may become the, the head coach. He almost got it done against Mississippi State, but they fell in overtime. Um, rolling right along here. Oregon and Bo Nix creeping up the rankings. I like to call Bo Nix by Nix because he can do it through the ground and through the air.
1: <laughs> I just, like what you did there. Just so.
0: thought of this one. Just thought of this Uh Yesterday, I had to write it down. Um, so a lot of people talk about him for Heisman watch. He's putting up a lot of numbies. Uh So he's, I think, in the conversation at the very least. So um, I think him and Blake Corum uh, and Bryce Young maybe are maybe are three.
1: Okay. Is it any of those players for Michigan State in the tunnel? Do you think they're up no. for Heisman?
0: No, uh, no, I don't think so. I think they're up up for um, uh, <laughs> jury p- duty, court Parole? Dates.
1: I don't know. What do you yeah. What do you want to say?
0: Yeah, crazy. They get the win over Illinois this week, though.
1: I, I mean, they needed a win, or else you might send Mel Tucker away with a large check and nothing to show for it. it. wouldn't.
0: It wouldn't be tuck coming. It'd be tuck going.
1: <laughs> oh, tuck out, not tuck in.
0: Yeah. Oh wow. That's that's. I like that one even better. I think.
1: Oh man, that's a
0: tuck out. Wow. Wow, that was good. Ugh. So. You want to hear my top 10? This is what I think it should be. This is what I should think it should should, (laughs) be. Georgia, one. Michigan, two. Ohio State, three. TCU, four over Tennessee because TCU is undefeated, and they have three warrants versus ranked teams, so I think they're deserved of the four spot over Tennessee, Um, although I think the committee may put Tennessee at four. Um, So Tennessee would be five in my list. Oregon, six. LSU, seven. They make the jump after their win over Alabama. Ole Miss, eight. I've got them below LSU with a better record than LSU because they lost to LSU, so I give LSU the bump over them. 9, USC, 10, UCLA, although I've got UNC at 11, and I feel like they could be 9 or 10. Those are kind of interchangeable. 1 through 8 are fairly well set, I think. Uh, After that, it's pretty wide open. Um, Should note that I've got Alabama at 12. I don't know if that happens, but I think that's where they should be.
1: I was going to ask. I heard a bunch of names there, and I didn't hear Alabama and the Crimson Tide.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they they sh- I don't think they should be in the playoffs this year. Wow, he's
1: coming they, for they, blood. They,
0: they should have three losses. They almost they should have lost to Texas.
1: I tell you what, Quinn Ewers doesn't get
0: hurt. Texas wins.
1: I, I don't think Michigan's gonna make the jump over Ohio State, buddy. What? I hate to burst your bubble on it.
0: No, no, they def- I think they actually do this week. I don't think the, committee, I don't, I just don't think the, the committee
1: will actually ever do that.
0: Northwestern is one and seven.
1: There were sixty to seventy mile an hour winds. Did you take that into I know, effect? I know, I
0: know, oh, I know, I know, I know.
1: Just disgusting. I mean, who who cares how many how much wind there is? If they're that bad of a team, you should stop them out. But yeah. I don't think the committee does that jump.
0: I think, I think we'll we'll debate that uh, at a later time. I think. Well, I mean, we'll we'll see at a later time. I guess on Wednesday we'll know for sure. Uh, Tulane is 13 in my in my ranking. Tulane's a, a, an up and coming team, just so you know, watch out for Tulane. Thank lane.
1: you. I'll keep an eye out for them. And, th- and then coming I've got Texas at 14. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know. I said that was gonna be my top 10, so I don't know. I'm continuing to go through, but that's that's as far as I go. Um,
1: Justifying yeah.
0: Already. Wow. Um, just a wild week all over the board. Um, gonna continue to heat up as the season goes on here we're getting closer and closer to the end of the season for college football Um past the halfway point here in the NFL now Um so yeah last last few days of political ads happy for that thank goodness I don't have to go full mom mode and mute the TV during commercials anymore
1: yep but uh as, as everybody's saying there there's a big campaign go out and vote folks
0: yeah it's, it's everywhere so we'll leave you this i'm gonna i'm gonna leave you with this um of course go lions go lions of course right but i'm also gonna leave you here with the lsu radio call from their win over alabama last play here you go here we go snap to daniels spread out throw
1: to the right caught right corner of the end zone mason taylor tigers win tigers win 32-31, and the fans storm the field. Wow! Brian Kelly says, we're going to win this one, and he does.